What's up world? This is Yuri aka Gains Finder. I got a new job last week. I actually started working and it's been an interesting five days. I kind of went through a, a different, a combination of different emotions, if you will. And I wanted to touch on that in today's episode. And I wanted to frame this as the daily battles that we go through and what that means. And so for me, you know, getting a new job was kind of a relief on one hand because I haven't had a job for, you know, quite a quite a some time now. And getting a new full-time job, it's just awesome. And so I was pretty happy, you know, heading into my first week of work. And then, of course, reality sets in when you actually start working and you realize that this is not something that you want to do long term. This is not something that you particularly enjoy to do on a daily basis. And so you start having these interesting thoughts in your mind. What am I doing here? Is this really worth my time? Because quite frankly, this particular job is not, you know, making me happy. Is not necessarily, you know, bringing me a, a a big revenues or anything like that. So it's a very modest job. Yet, on the other hand, I've realized that, you know, I got to count my blessings and I got to look at the bright side. I got to understand that a lot of people don't have job period right now. A lot of people going through very dire circumstances financially and health-wise and mentally in any other other way you can imagine and therefore one day when I was working I was actually on break and I just thought to myself how grateful I am and you know I spoke to God and I said my prayer and I said God I'm very thankful I'm very grateful for this opportunity for this life of waking me up today for allowing me to be healthy, for allowing me to have my family, for allowing me to have this job. And so gratitude is a very powerful tool. When you start being thankful for things that you do have, you start seeing the blessings in your life. And sometimes it's difficult to see. Because we are focused on things that we don't have a lot of times as opposed to think about things that we do have in our lives. And it's easy to get off track that way. It's easy to think, oh my God, I don't have this high paying job or I don't have the body of my dreams or maybe I don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend of that, my de- that I truly desire. And then you start going in this rabbit hole of things that you don't have and naturally when we think that way it's easy to get depressed it's easy to look down at ourselves it's easy to become you know filled with these negative thoughts if you will and so one of the things to to note from from this entire situation gratitude is gratitude is powerful 
but also another aspect that I wanted to discuss is just doing your best in any given situation. Because I also realized that even though this is not my dream job, I still can learn a lot of things from this particular opportunity. I need to be my very best in order for the God, for universe, however you want to think about whatever you believe, in order for things to happen, in order for me to get to the next level. Because think about, you know, I if you believe in any kind of logical progression of things, if you believe in God, if you believe in universe, if you believe in justice, if you will, then you need to be able to capitalize at your current level. You need to be able to bring your best at your current level in order for you to get to the next level. And so if you cannot kill it at your current level, if you cannot dominate college basketball, you're not going to pro basketball. It's that simple. You're not going to get drafted. If you cannot dominate your current situation, and when I say dominate, I mean to be the best you can possibly be. If you cannot do that, how do you expect to get to the next level? And so with that train of thought, my focus right now is to do the very best that I can within my current job. Because I truly believe that doing my best and give my, give my all to this current opportunity will allow me to learn new things, will allow me to acquire new skills, will allow me to establish a new network, will allow me to understand how to work with people more effectively, will allow me to see what the next step is going to be. But if we simply not willing to take our current step and make the most of it, then I don't believe that the next step will show up. Of course, there's maybe some exceptions to that. Maybe if you throw in into a situation against your will completely, you know, there's could be few, few far in between things that not applicable, but I think for the most part, this is just how it works. It makes so much sense to me. It makes so much sense to me. And another big thing is that you become a lot more fulfilled personally when you approach it that way. You know that you've done your best. You know that you've completed the day, you know, it's to the absolutely best of your abilities. You couldn't have done anything more. And there's a certain satisfaction in that. And then there's also certain peace in knowing that you've done everything that you could. What are the things that might come up out there? Why am I talking about battles every day? The few things that I mentioned just now are internal battles in nature. There are a lot of external battles in nature. There's going to be people that you will come across that might say something hurtful. There may be some other circumstances that you will face on a daily basis that will throw you off. There could be 
things that we're going through right now as a, as a world. I mean, who in the world could prepare anyone for coronavirus, for social justice that we're currently going through, for all the political turmoil that we're going through in the United States of America? Who could have prepared us for that? The answer is no one. To begin with, as one human being, we are limited to what we can do, but at the same time, we are an unlimited potential, a force of nature that could do anything. It does not mean you're going to change the world single-handedly, but that means that it starts with you. If you are the best version of yourself, then something good's going to happen. It's going to lead to something else. The being good version of yourself, it, to me, it's not just being good at one thing. It's, it's really trying your best to be your best, to treat people the best way you can, to, you know, to have the best relationship with your family, to do the very best work at your job, to treat your body as a temple. The list goes on. Being whole or at least attempting to be whole. And so with that, it's just a given that we're going to be faced with these daily battles because every day is going to feel like a mini war for the lack of the better word. Every day is going to involve solving problems. Every day is going to involve overcoming obstacles and dealing with insecurities. Every day is going to involve with, you know, like figuring, figuring out how to be the best significant other for your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband or your wife. Like it just doesn't stop. And the question becomes, how do we, how do we become so strong as a person, so mentally strong to where we can not just face it, but embrace all these challenges? And when we do, how can we make this a part of our life? And not be afraid of those things, but rather looking forward to those things. Anyway, these are a couple of my thoughts for today. These internal battles, external battles, and daily obstacles are truly fascinating to me because we have a capacity to deal with them in different ways. We have capacity to close our eyes and to say, forget it. We have capacity to search for some solutions elsewhere. We can certainly choose to complain about these internal, external battles, daily battles to our friends, our family, and hope that we will just get some support or some pity. Some of us like pity. Or oh, poor you. 
this is so unfair to you. And sometimes, look, sometimes maybe it is unfair. Sometimes maybe you are a victim, you know? Maybe that's the case. But you know what? For the most part, the world doesn't give a damn. And that's a harsh reality. The question becomes, what do you want to do? How do you want to deal with that? Are you going to continue to be a victim if the world doesn't play along with you? Or you're going to go your own way? You're going to find your own path. These are tough ones. These are tough questions. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's really hard. But look, what, what it is that you want to do, that's the ultimate question. Can you make a decision to approach every situation with, with the maximum amount of grace, with maximum amount of effort, with maximum amount of diligence? And if you do, good things are going to happen. They must. How, how could they not? If you're doing everything that you possibly can and you're choosing a high road, how can good things not to happen? I think it's a given. I honestly think that these battles, these, these daily battles, they exist for a reason. I can't tell you exactly what this reason is. Maybe the reason is to make us stronger, more resilient, more skillful, more equipped, more adapt to get to the next level. Maybe that's what it is. And you see, if we get negative, if we get discouraged, we can never get to that next level because you already have made a determination in your mind that, hey, this is just not for me. Hey, this world is too rough. This job is too difficult. This relationship is, is too challenging. I just can't handle that. And then before you know it, you're right. You can't handle that because, you know, you walked away from it. And it's tough. And it's tough to stick it out. It's tough to work 9 to 11 hours a day and do your best. It's tough to do. But guess what? If this is not something that you can sustain, you got to find something else. If the relationship that you're currently in is not worth the try, got to find another one. These are certainly fascinating topics to talk about. And 
as I said in the beginning, I'm speaking to myself as much as I'm speaking to my audience because I'm just trying to pump myself up for the road ahead. I know that I have a lot of growing to do as an individual, as a professional, and I'm priming myself. I'm priming myself for the work ahead because it's not going to get easier, but I'm not looking for it to get easier. Now I know that even though it's going to get harder, it's going to be just another opportunity to make myself better. And the question is, am I willing to pay the price to get better? And the answer is, yes, I am, because I decided so. And therefore, the challenges will come. And the only question remains how I respond to these challenges. I don't have to be perfect. I know I won't. But I know that I will improve. I will grow one step at a time. Making it manageable. Making it about marginal victories, small victories. That ultimately will lead into bigger victories. If I can win one hour of the day is a victory. If I can win half of the day is a victory. If I can win one day at a time is a victory. And approaching it that way makes a lot of sense as opposed to stressing out about a long-term anything. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We have the craziest year, perhaps in the recent history of humankind. We could never imagine that we would be dealing with what we're dealing with right now. So finding personal sanity right now is everything that we can do. Finding yourself, finding your true self, finding your values, finding your path, finding what drives you this is what we need right now. This is the time. This is the time to get in tune with yourself and understand who you are and understand what you want. And then pursue that with everything you got. Yes, this is the reason why this episode called Every Day is a Battle. Because that's what it is. The question is, are we ready? The question is, are you ready for this battle? Are you equipped with an armor to sustain it? And if you're not right now, I know that you have capacity to do it later, to develop that. And I believe the same for me. I believe that we are still here and therefore we can adjust, we can learn and we can grow. Whether it is professionally, whether it is in our personal health and fitness, whether it is in relationships, whether it is emotionally, we have the capacity to grow. These are a couple of my thoughts for today. I wish everyone an incredible week. And I wish everyone safe life.
especially right now with the corona craziness. Stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourself and take care of your loved ones. And until the next time, be well, my friends. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Yuri. We are back. I am back. And I'm excited today because I wanted to share some interesting story with you. That interesting story is about my journey starting my YouTube channel. And you know, I've YouTube been around since 2004 or 2005, long time ago. And um, I actually used YouTube as a user in the past. I would make some dance videos actually when I was a teenager and upload them on YouTube. So that was my way of utilizing this platform, you know. Um, it was mostly fun. But things changed in 2020. YouTube became a platform for me to create content. YouTube became a stage, so to speak, a place where I could share my creations with the world. How did it happen? Well, let me just tell you the entire story. When I left my job in the beginning of 2020 and pandemic hit the world, I started searching for my identity. You know, my job, my career and recreation has been my identity for so long. That's all I've done since 2007. And when I left, I, not to say that I lost it, but I certainly was trying to figure out what is the next step in my professional career was going to be. I was listening a lot of different inspirational speakers. Um, Gary Vee is one of them. Lewis House is one of them. Tom Bilyeu is one of them. So all of these influencers and business minds really impacted me in different ways. And Gary Vee in particular continued to talk about becoming your own media company utilizing social media to tell the world who you are to showcase your talents to tell your story to simply broadcast and document your life and all of these all of these people really sparked an interest to begin with the sparked an interest in my mind to figure out is there is there something really to YouTube is there is there really something to sharing yourself sharing your story with the world in February 14th of 2020 I posted my first video on YouTube I started a new channel that I named Gains Finder it was a fitness channel my goal with this particular channel was to tell people, not really tell, I guess, entertain, educate, and encourage was my goal when it comes to fitness and wellness. I wanted to be able to provide people with instructional videos about exercises 
and encourage them to do them correctly. And I wanted to give them a roadmap. I wanted to break it down to a point where they had no more questions. They would have a blueprint on how to do any particular exercise. So my first video on February 14th, it was Valentine's Day of 2020, was dedicated to squat. And I literally took probably like the entire day or half of the day to film it. And then another day to edit that video. So as you can imagine, this was quite a process to engage in. But what I found throughout this process, throughout this first video, I've realized a few things about myself. One, I realized that I was sort of perfectionist. I wanted my videos to be as good as they could be. I was really paying attention to details. I wanted to deliver good quality product that people could use. I also realized that I enjoyed the production process a lot. I enjoyed every step of it. Now, granted, it, it evolved over time, but even in the beginning, it was exciting to me to work with the software to edit the video. It was exciting for me to you know, set up a camera at the right angles to get the right shots. It was exciting for me to act during my video to showcase a little bit of my personality and to deliver the message in a, my own unique way to the world. I really enjoyed all these steps of production process. I'm not going to lie, I was probably like many other new YouTubers thinking, well, here I go. I'm about to load this video up online and thousands and thousands of people are gonna see it and my YouTube channel is going to take off. You can probably guess that that did not happen. And that's definitely was not a realistic expectation to have. And therefore, when I created my second video and third video, fourth and fifth video, and I did not get the traction I wanted, I started wondering a little bit, is this, is this working? Is this going to work long term? Or is just a fun little side project on the side that I could do and just continue focusing on other things? So yeah, you know, this this sort of like emotional factor was present throughout this whole journey. Emotional factor of expecting something in return, expecting exposure and engagement in the beginning stages of my YouTube journey. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, few people watch my videos. I think my first squat video got like, you know, 200 some views within within one month. And, um, you know, I thought that was good. 
but what actually happened my second and third and fourth video ended up getting less and less views so it seems that when I promote my videos my first video on YouTube on I'm sorry on the on Facebook people were kind of curious about my channel and they checked it out but then later the interest sort of decreased with time and it was a little bit disheartening to see for sure it was and so then I had to face the truth I had to ask myself what is the reason I'm doing this what is the reason I'm doing this YouTube channel am I doing it again just to get some attention or am I doing that because I truly enjoy this process and I believe that it, it can deliver value to the world I had to do some soul searching I did not know the answer yet in February March of 2020 I just continued to create and I continued to seek other information I continued to seek knowledge through podcasts through connecting with other individuals uh, on social media I would do Instagram lives with some other fitness professionals I would do live workouts on Instagram and that was one beautiful thing that came from this YouTube channel is that I was able to do my live workouts on Instagram and connect with people who really benefited from my workouts it, it was simple format of home workouts that I started implementing and I've had some success with it I've had you know seven to eight people at times in my online classes do it with me consistently for a few weeks and it was fun because we would utilize home appliances such as ironing board such as um, laundry basket and so on and so forth so that was a lot of fun we enjoyed it and people would post things on their Instagram pages and they would tag me and they would post the stories and they would tag me and so I really started engaging with people and I really enjoyed it and then eventually you know few of them stuck around for a few months and then four of them are still doing it with me four or five people still doing it with me and we are in February of 2021 so after nearly one year what started in March of 2020 still continues to be a thing today in terms of my live workouts so I kind of I kind of told you about slightly different thing I, I went to a different direction because you know Instagram is a different platform but I was sharing some I wanted to see you I wanted to sh I wanted you to see the whole picture when when it comes to branding and, and what that means branding is not just one platform branding is being able to sprinkle your 
brand on different platforms and be able to generate attention from multiple angles. And so that initial idea of creating YouTube channel allowed me to do that through other platforms, which I think is very neat and not to be ignored. So coming back to the YouTube channel, I continue to create instructional videos. I think I ran out of juice, so to speak. And when I say juice, meaning that emotionally speaking, when I did not see return on investment right away, at the time, after a few months, I started really questioning, is it really worth doing? Because again, I think I, I don't think that I was entirely there with, um, with the process yet. And I decided to start doing video vlogging. And so I started creating, just sitting in front of the camera and creating videos on different subjects. Why to exercise at home, high intensity interval training, how to utilize different appliances that you have at home for your workouts and so on and so forth. And that experience yet again kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone because quite frankly, I've never done that before. I've never just sit in front of the camera and record a video for 10 or 15 minutes talking about one subject and I had to go deeper. I had to be able to unveil some of the important information in that particular topic in the way that would, again, be beneficial for someone. And I must say that that's not easy to do because at that particular time, I did not have a script. I was just going off top. I had a topic and I was just going to talk about topic, anything that came to my mind. Then later, I started creating some bullet points and that made things more organized. And what was neat about this too is that you can actually find these episodes on this podcast, on Gains Finder Podcast. If you look earlier this year, you know, starting from number five or four or five, all the way probably until number 18 or 19, you have these video blogs that were converted to my podcast as well. So I would record, I would batch content, so to speak. I would record a video and post it on YouTube, but at the same time, I would record it on my laptop on the audio app, and I would download the audio file on my podcast. So it's another neat thing that creators can do to address different platforms. And audio format is not going anywhere. If you have not heard about Clubhouse app, this new app where people can actually talk in real time through audio format, I highly, highly recommend you to check it out. Again, that's a side, side point, but it has been blowing up and there is a real value that people deliver with this app, whether they talk about business, um, social media, entrepreneurship, relationships, you name it. There are all kinds of different topics that people discuss on that app and it's done through audio format and it's wonderful. I say all this to say that audio format is here to stay. Obviously, this 
the podcasting is big it, ha- it has been big and it continues to be very convenient way to consume information but we also seen the shift to where real-time communication with other individuals by the way of clubhouse becoming a new trend and I believe it's just too good of a product for it to go away but coming back to my previous point I would just batch content and I would create things such as video and audio in one sitting and that was kind of cool that was kind of cool, cool to explore because this was new to me again I was new to content creation I have never done that before in my life so it was exciting to engage in this cre- in, in this creative process and, and be able to do it creatively to distribute content in that multiple formats for people to consume it after a couple of months I also start feeling like I was hitting a creative wall after doing 14 or 15 of these episodes not a lot I wish I did more but after 14 or 15 of those I felt like I felt like I hit the wall I felt like something something was missing and you know I couldn't figure out exactly what what was it all I was trying to do is kind of stay above water I was trying to figure out how to create something that would make me happy and make other people happy as well and I must say it's not an easy thing to do as a creator it's not easy to find this balance it seems that it takes some time to really hit your stride as a content creator and to figure out where where this balance is how can I be happy and really enjoy the process regarding of outcome as well as deliver real value to the people because if you do one but not the other there's going to be this void you can create the best content in the world that you love but if people don't use it there's no sense in doing that on the other hand if you're creating the best content that people love to utilize but you can care less for it you don't enjoy the creative process it doesn't mean anything special to you you're also going to burn out and I think in my case I enjoy creating this content but in some ways it felt like people were not getting the value out of it in the way that I expected and and the reason I say in the way that I expected a lot of it comes down to patience as well that's one hard lesson that I had to learn 
I had to understand that this takes time. In order for your YouTube channel to take off, it requires a lot of patience. And quite frankly, I've wrestled with that. I'm probably saying it for the third or fourth time, but that's an important point. That's an important point that pertains to content creation and for any new endeavors and really to anything that's worth pursuing in life. When we try to develop new skills, when we try to acquire new opportunities, new careers, these things don't happen overnight. We have to put ourselves in a mode, in a long-term mode and just take our time. And this is why loving what you're doing and doing it for the right reasons cannot be overstated. It cannot. You have to have some sort of internal fuel, internal motivation that will carry you through this process. Not only external factors. External factors are only going to last as so long. You must have your internal reason for doing this. I think that I'm going to record part two in which I'm going to discuss my second YouTube channel that I created in September 2020 and to which I focus my attention now to entice you for once, for one, I mean to listen to it, I'll be honest, but I believe that you will find it interesting because there is some gold nuggets in that experience that really changed my life. I know it sounds very, very grand and very serious, but I think you will understand why I'm saying that. So to conclude this episode in part one about creating my YouTube channel and becoming a content creator, I would just say that it may be different experience for different people. For me personally, it was a discovery process, self-discovery process in which I realized that I have what it takes to create. And once I started creating, I felt something I never felt before. I felt like I can express myself in that way, in that meaningful, meaningful way that could be utilized. When I say could be utilized, meaning the content that could be useful for other individuals. And so starting this process during COVID-19, during coronavirus pandemic, it's kind of a, this situation ended up being a gift and a curse. Of course, a curse because as a society, we went through hell with this pandemic and so many people were affected by it directly and indirectly. 
but a blessing because this forced me or inspired me probably both a little bit of both a little bit of enforcement and a little bit of inspiration that happened during that time that led me to creating this YouTube channel and led me to striking my creative gene and I'm grateful for that I am very grateful for that I think this is good for this episode my friends I think it gives you a taste of what 2020 has been in terms of creating process and in terms of starting something new that could lead to incredible things in the future. I believe it will. And that's something that I'm going to talk about more in part two of this episode of Becoming Creator in 2020. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you and your families are safe. And I will catch you in the next episode. Be well.